11 Tips to Write Podcast Show Notes Faster. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 244. Thank you for joining me for the Audacity to Podcast. I'm Daniel J. Lewis, and this is the award-winning how-to podcast about podcasting. It's where I give you the guts and teach you the tools to launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. In the last episode, I talked about how to speed up the process of editing your podcast episodes, because editing is one of those things I think every podcaster probably hates to some degree. Some people do love editing and God bless their souls because we need more people who love podcast editing. But most of us who are actually recording the podcast and creating the content don't like editing. So go back to episode 243, which is at editing to learn 13 tips to edit your podcast faster. But in this episode, I'm going to tackle the other thing that many podcasters don't like to do. This is one of the two things I hear people say, oh, I hate this part of podcasting. One is editing. That's why I did the episode last time. And the second thing is writing show notes. Podcasters do not like to write show notes. And I know that much of it is this kind of a psychological thing that after we record our episodes, we really want to publish that episode as quickly as possible and get it out there and share it with the world. And show notes are often the thing that stands between our publishing that episode and our recording that episode. So that's why for this episode, I've prepared for you 11 tips to write podcast show notes faster. This might mean a little bit more work for you than you normally do, but I'm giving you shortcuts to make this work easier. And the reason why I'm saying it might be more work here in an episode where I'm giving you tips for making it faster is because you might not be writing show notes. I've talked about the importance of show notes many times before, and I have a complete course called SEO for Podcasters at theaudacitypodcast.com slash SEO. And I talk all about search engine optimization there. And a big part of your search engine optimization is your show notes. If you don't have show notes, then Google currently cannot index your audio. Google has no idea what you say in your audio or video podcast if you don't have show notes. So your show notes are hugely important for your search engine optimization. The Audacity to Podcast ranks very, very well in a lot of relevant terms because of my show notes. I'm not doing black hat SEO techniques. I do legitimate ethical SEO techniques. And I teach all of those in SEO for Podcasters, my complete course over there. But the show notes are a big thing that have helped me to gain an audience through search engine optimization. So not only do show notes help you with SEO, they also help with the accessibility of your content, making it so that someone could come to your website, consume the little nugget of content that they want, and get it from you instead of not finding it and going and getting that content from someone else. So while you may think that show notes mean people will read your show notes instead of listen, does that really matter to you? Unless you're obsessed over the raw number of downloads and that somewhat meaningless number, what I think matters more is that you get people coming to you 
for the information and not someone else, or they know what your perspective is on something very easily. So show notes make your content more accessible. Show notes also demonstrate a seriousness about your podcast. So when people go to your website and they see your thorough show notes, they know, okay, this person is taking it seriously. These show notes are really helpful. These show notes contain everything I need about this podcast or that was mentioned in this podcast. So do show notes matter? Yes, they totally do matter. Should you use transcripts? No, I am not a big proponent of transcripts. Transcripts can have their place, but most of us don't talk in a way that's easy to read, especially if you have a co-host. Then transcripts end up wasting a lot of space and lowering the quality of your content. And Google is looking for high quality content. That means fewer words, but those words being higher quality content. If there are a lot of words, but it's low quality content, that hurts you. And transcripts are the lazy man's way of producing low quality content show notes for your podcast. So I really don't recommend them. Now, you could offer transcripts as an opt-in or something additional. But when I'm talking about show notes, I'm talking about something where people can see it and read it as if it's a blog post. It doesn't have to be verbatim with your podcast. It should not be your transcripts, but it is communicating the information that people need from your podcast and bringing people in, communicating to them what your podcast episode is about and why they should listen and providing them with those resources. So do show notes matter? Yes, they totally do matter. Don't try to save time by cutting out your show notes. Your show notes are an important part of promoting and growing your podcast. So here we go then with 11 tips to write podcast show notes faster. Number one, make or collect talking points first. Number two, write show notes before you record. Number three, change your approach. Number four, create templates. Number five, create short codes. Number six, write while you record. Number seven, mark topic changes while recording. Number eight, learn writing shortcuts. Number nine, set up automatic hyperlinking. Number 10, use text expansion. And number 11, listen faster while you write show notes. If you would like to follow along while I discuss each of these in depth, then the show notes for this episode are at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. And I'd love for you to comment on your experience with each of these tools as well. Let's start at number one, make or collect talking points first. When you know your discussion topics, it's a lot easier to recall what you said in your podcast, the points you brought up, what your opinions were about that topic. When you have that list ahead of time, And you could then simply look back over the list and remember, oh yeah, when we talked about this item, we said this. So it's very easy to quickly write your show notes without having to listen to your episode while you're writing those show notes. If you're listening back to your episode while you're writing your show notes, then that's a big time waster, really, because it's taking you as long as your episode is, probably a little bit longer. So instead of listening back, Simply look back at your list of what you talked about and then write your show notes based on those things. And this is important to do before you record because it's very easy to have some straggling information after you've recorded. For example, if you have co-hosts or a guest or someone else on your podcast and you're discussing news stories, it's much easier if you have them provide their link or the news story before you record 
instead of afterward trying to chase them down and say, hey, can you send me that link? And they might say something like, yeah, sure, I'll send it to you in a little bit. And then you know what happens and you might be guilty of it too. I've been guilty of it too. A a little while passes by and nothing happens. So you end up waiting for the link and you have to contact them again and say, I really need that link. Could you message me with that link? Or what was that new story that you shared? Could you send me the link? Or then you have to start searching for that information on your own. You're wasting a lot of time. Collect that information before you record as quickly as possible. Your talking points, your links, anything there that's relevant. And that will help you write your podcast show notes much faster. That's number one. Make or collect talking points first. Number two, write show notes before you record. I think we usually dread writing show notes because we're postponing it until after we've recorded. We're very eager to get the podcast out there And we realize, oh, I got to write show notes now. But think instead of writing your show notes as part of your preparation for your podcast episodes. This will not only allow you to publish your individual episodes more quickly because your show notes are mostly already done by the time that you are ready to publish your episode or after you finish recording. But this is also a great way to mentally rehearse your content. You're writing it out beforehand, and it doesn't have to be very verbose. It could be simple, short little sentences, but it is allowing you to think through what's the order of this information, what information do I want to share, what links do I want to share, what other stuff is relevant to this, so that then when you present the information, because you've mentally rehearsed it by writing your notes ahead of time, then when you present the information, you're presenting it better thus making your editing process much easier as well. So that means you can edit your episodes faster when you write your show notes faster too. So you can get that published episode out there much more quickly. Now, when you do finish your episode, there may be a little bit of finalizing you need to do. Like maybe you realize that the order was better presented in a certain way, or you brought up some extra information that really needs to be in the show notes while you are presenting. Now, I do know that this isn't always possible with co-hosts because there might be instances where you and your co-host are coming with surprises to the podcast. This is especially important in comedy where you might know so-and-so has something to say, but you don't know what they're going to say. That's very important in comedy and very important in other things, but you can still plan together in certain ways. And I still recommend that both of you write some kinds of show notes before you record. And then afterward, you share those notes with each other, and then you can combine them. And it still makes this process much easier and much faster for you after you've recorded your episode. That's number two, write show notes before you record. Number three, change your approach. Like in the episode when I talked about editing your audio and video podcasts faster, A big important thing that determines how much time you spend on the process and your burden of work is your approach. Your show notes don't have to be that verbatim transcript or a complete record of every single thought that you shared in your podcast. It's okay if something here or there is missing or is not as thorough in your show notes as it is in your podcast discussion. But do look at ways that you can summarize your discussion into one or two sentences for each particular point, instead of trying to represent every single thing that you say in your podcast. 
Here's a little trick for how to decide what to include in your show notes. Answer the questions, what was that blank? For example, what was that list? What was that link? What was that video or image? What was that guest? What was that resource? What was that topic? Answer that question. What was that blank? And you might need to answer multiple questions like that, but answer that in your show notes. And when you have those answers in your show notes, then you'll be as thorough as you need to be. There is always room for improvement on this, certainly, and you can write more than that, but answer that question. So if someone thinks, wait, what was that list of 11 tips for writing show notes faster? They're in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. Or what was that link to that plugin that he mentioned? Or what was that video he wanted me to watch? Or what was that other resource? He said something about like SEO for podcasters. It's in the show notes. So answer that question. What was that blank? And then you have good show notes. That's number three, change your approach. And you can certainly expand on your approach later on when you have more time or resources. Number four, create templates. Most show notes do follow typical patterns, and you can certainly make your podcast conform to a particular pattern. That doesn't mean that you have the same segment in every single episode of your podcast, but if you look at your show notes, you'll probably recognize certain patterns that repeat across episodes. I'm not talking about a front-loaded pattern like in this episode, in this episode, in this episode, avoid that kind of thing. I'm talking about sectional patterns. Like, for example, the show notes for the Audacity to Podcast always follow a particular pattern. There's a featured image, there's an intro paragraph, there's the player shortcode, and I use PowerPress. There are the full notes, there is a list of recent podcast reviews from iTunes, courtesy of mypodcastreviews.com, if I have any new reviews or else something saying something about thanking you for the reviews. There are announcements, if I have any announcements to share, and there's the closing stuff, like giving you my contact information, asking you to comment, and more. That's the pattern that I follow with the Audacity to Podcast. And instead of your trying to remember that pattern that you have for your own show notes for every single post, create a template. That's what I do for the Audacity to Podcast. I have multiple templates that I can load a template that already contains that pattern for me. So now I only have to go back and enter the text into those certain portions of the show notes because the basic structure is already there for me. Your templates could be something that you copy and paste each time. Like maybe it's from Evernote or Google Docs or a Word document or a simple text document that you keep somewhere on your computer. I don't really recommend duplicating a WordPress post because there could be other little complications with that. But there is an excellent free WordPress plugin that makes creating content templates super easy. It's called Simple Content Templates, and I have the link to it in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster show notes. Simple Content Templates plugin allows you to create post templates and other kinds of content templates using the standard what you see is what you get editor or WYSIWYG editor that you're familiar with in WordPress. Or you can enter HTML and include other stuff inside of that HTML. And what's very important is that when you have a template that you're going to use is that you need to choose that template before you start adding content into your post. Otherwise, it saves your current content as a draft and then it creates a new post from that template. 
But when you create your posts from this template, and however you set that template up, then you can have that information already there ready for you to use. These templates could contain rich text formatting, images, links, short codes, really anything that you can put inside of a regular WordPress post can go into a simple content template. If you need some more advanced stuff like custom post types, custom fields, tags, categories, featured images, anything like that that are automatically assigned for your content templates, then there is a premium upgraded version that I do highly recommend, and it's called Advanced Content Templates. I have a link to that in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. But these templates will make it much faster for you to create your show notes because you're essentially filling in the blanks. You know that you have this segment, this segment, and this segment. And it's okay if you make these templates bigger than you need because it's always faster and easier to select and remove a section when you create a new post from a template than having to add that section in every time that you create a new post that uses that section. For example, I don't always have new iTunes reviews for which to thank the writers in every episode of the podcast. So I do have the reviews section in my show notes. But if I don't have any new reviews, then I simply remove a small portion of that section and then leave the rest of it to still say, I'm thankful for these reviews, but it doesn't list anyone who wrote reviews. So I've removed a section, or if I don't have any announcements, then I simply remove the announcements section and I don't have to worry about always re-adding the announcements section when I have it. So make the templates a little bit bigger than you need to be, and you can refine the process as you go. But these templates only apply when you create a new post. So you can't change a template and then have it retroactively apply to all of your past posts. That's what a short code can do, which I'll talk about next. But that was number four, create templates. And number five, create short codes. Short codes are a beautiful feature of WordPress. These are keywords, sometimes with little attributes, surrounded in brackets. So for example, you might have an opening square bracket and then something like magic underscore short code and then space and then mind equals quotation mark blown quotation mark closing square bracket. That's a short code and it's much easier to understand why I just described if you look at it in the show notes at the audacity to podcast.com slash faster show notes. WordPress then takes these short codes that are in plain text while you're creating your page and post and even when you're editing it, but when the post is published or if you preview it, WordPress will change that short code into something else. What that something else is that it gets changed into depends on the short code you use, how you have it set up and such. I used to recommend a plugin called Shortcode Exec PHP, and I do still use this as of today, but as of mid-November 2015, I realized that Shortcode Exec PHP is no longer in the WordPress plugin repository, which is really weird because as far as I know, there weren't any security problems and it had been updated somewhat recently and it still worked in current WordPress versions. So I don't know exactly why they removed it, maybe because of certain minor changes that weren't fixed with the plugin. But in any case, I started looking around for a different plugin, and I think I found the one that I recommend instead of Shortcode Exec PHP, which Shortcode Exec PHP was a pretty complicated plugin. You had to know HTML in order to use the plugin. But now there's another plugin that I think 
is even better. It's called Short Codes Pro, and I have a link to that. Of course, I have a link to that in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster show notes. This plugin makes it really easy to add in whatever information you want automatically inserted when you put in that short code. And you can use your short codes for anything you need to regularly include, like feedback information, special promos, sponsors, images, or more. You can also do much more advanced stuff, like with some fancy PHP inside of your short codes to then publish the PHP and run it inside of your posts. But the short codes could also be simple text. And the beauty of using these short codes, even inside of a template, so like my template does contain short codes already pre-entered, like the PowerPress shortcode, uh, a couple other short codes that I've created. But the beauty of these short codes is unlike templates, if you change something in the short code settings, then clear your website cache if you're using any cache, that change will retroactively take effect on all of your past episode show notes. So for example, if you change your phone number, this is something I did a couple years ago as I changed the feedback phone number for the Audacity to podcast. I simply changed it in one spot, refreshed my website cache, and then all of the episodes that had that old phone number were then instantly changed too. I didn't have to go back and republish or edit or anything like that. They were changed for me. That's the benefit of using a shortcode because every time WordPress runs across one of those little shortcodes, it looks back to see what kind of code should be inserted into this particular spot and it inserts it then. And there are caching plugins that will cache that kind of stuff too. So it's not having to run this PHP query every single time it hits a shortcode. But these shortcodes can be a huge way of saving time for you. You might create a template that maybe your template is only short codes, or you could create little fancy things with your short codes. Like for the podcast, Are You Just Watching? I created a short code so that we put in the name of the movie so that at the end where it says, what did you think of, insert movie name here, question mark, and then it goes on with the rest of the closing. So we have a little attribute that we put the movie name in that little attribute and insert the short code. So then the closing says, what did you think of Star Wars? Please comment, and then the notes continue on. This can be a big way to save time, to do some cool stuff, and Short Codes Pro does make this a lot easier to do. You can insert PHP if you need to. You can do HTML. You can use it to set up the attributes and other fancy things like that. But I really like shortcodes. They've made my life a lot easier for a lot of things. And a lot of plugins also use shortcodes too. You might need an additional plugin on your website if you want to enable shortcodes in widget areas or in other portions of your website. Or you need to do a little do underscore shortcode PHP sort of command if you're working with actual template files. But you do have that ability still to use the shortcodes in many other places. That's number five, create short codes. Number six, write while you record. Do consider this one cautiously because writing while you're recording is kind of like texting while driving. It's not a really good idea. It's not all that safe. And even if you're in an interview or co-host situation, writing something while listening might come out with some bad results. 
However, this could still be possible. I'm not going to assume that you have the ability to write while you speak. Many of us mere mortals don't. But you might be able to jot a quick note down while your guest or co-host is speaking. I'm not talking about writing the paragraph notes. But it might simply be something you need to check later, a URL, the title of something like a book title or a tool or something like that. But that allows you to record that thing so that you don't have to go back and listen for, wait, what was that tool that he mentioned? You just write it down. Oh, he said Evernote. Okay, Evernote. And then write that down while you're recording. You could combine this with some editing techniques as well, and things could be a little bit easier for you than in your post-production. For example, you might have forgotten to mention a particular resource in your show notes before you started recording. So while you're recording, you pause or you mark that moment or you leave some silence while you quickly write down what that particular resource was, and then you resume. So by leaving that silence in there, you're not doing this distracting thing of, oh, hold on, I need to make a note here to remember to put this in the show notes, and I'll, I'll hyperlink this later. Doing something like that makes it very hard to edit because that's essentially content, worthless content, that I'm putting into the recording. Instead, if I leave silence in there while I quickly write down, add this URL or add this link to show notes, then I can do that. Or I could do something like mark that moment like, I need to add a link to SEO for podcasters right here. That's it. Now I've marked it with some spikes in audio. So while I'm editing, I can go back and see, oh yeah, that was something I needed to remember to put in the show notes. And then because I marked it, it's also very easy to remove that section from the recording so I still get a smooth recording. If you can't do this yourself, you could consider getting a volunteer or hiring a virtual assistant to take notes on your podcast while you're live streaming your show. This means that pretty close to after you finish recording, your show notes are there waiting for you. And you can work with your volunteer or virtual assistant to let them know how detailed their show notes need to be, whether it just needs to be a list every single resource that we mention or any proper nouns or try to summarize what we're saying into bullet points or anything like that. I do this for my Once Upon a Time podcast. And it's really helpful because when we finish recording, I know that within about 10 to 15 minutes afterward, one of my virtual assistants has the show notes already written. The images are there, the links are there, or she works on putting those images and links in the notes. And all I have to do is go back and reread it if I have the time and make sure that yes, that's in there, that's in there. Or sometimes she leaves a note for me like insert such and such image here, or I need this link. You didn't have this link in your notes. What was this link? Anything like that. So I just give it an overview, but most of the work has been done while I'm recording. And then I don't need to do as much work afterward to write those notes completely from scratch. This is number six, write while you record. Number seven, mark topic changes while recording. You may not be able to write your notes ahead of time, And instead of listening back to your entire episode to try to remember what those discussion points were, mark those times inside of your recording. This would not be the time to leave a large silence or the clapping noise or anything like that because you don't want that left in your recording. But if your recording software or device allows you to place a marker while you're recording, you could come up with some sort of little code on your own 
for this is a spot that needs to be edited. I talked about that in the last episode, the audacity to podcast.com slash faster editing, or you would know this is a spot that has a topic change. So that could be something like instead of a single mark on your recorder, you place a double mark with your recorder, or maybe it's a certain color that you add in your recording software or a certain letter or a certain symbol that you make on your notes or anything like that. Then go back through your episode, jump to those points to remember what did we talk about at this point. Then it makes it very easy for you to write your show notes. Instead of having to listen to the full episode, you're jumping around, essentially jumping to, in a way, chapter markers. So you can jump to five minutes in and see, we talked about this news story. And at seven minutes in, we talked about this news story. At 10 minutes in, we talked about this. At 20 minutes in, we shared this feedback. It makes it a lot easier for you to then edit your show notes that way. So you're not listening to the entire episode while you're writing your show notes. That's number seven, mark topic changes while recording. Number eight, learn writing shortcuts. Writing on computers and digital devices is certainly getting faster and easier with better tools. And one of those tools is Markdown. This is a very common way of speeding up the writing process that allows you to quickly insert formatting or mark things to be formatted in certain ways while you're typing so that you're Fingers don't have to leave the regular keys on your keyboard and you don't have to move your hand over to your mouse to click on anything like that. And there are Markdown plugins that you can get for WordPress. And I have a blog on my personal website, danieljlewis.com, about five ways that Markdown can help you write faster. And I have a link to that in the show notes. Of course I do. And that's at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. But with the popularity of Markdown and the almost standardization of many of its techniques, many other writing tools are starting to implement markdown-like shortcodes for quick formatting. For example, WordPress and Evernote have several of these built in. Even though they don't accept full markdown, and there are tools that you can use to write full markdown in these apps, they do recognize certain things, like you could start a line with hyphen space and start typing, and it will turn that into a bullet point list, or start a line with two pound signs or the hash mark, and the system will turn that into a heading level two, and so on, and there are many other tools like that. Learn these kinds of shortcuts, and it can make it much easier and faster for you to write your show notes, especially when it comes to things like headings. I know that Doing stuff like pressing Command B or Control B to bold is very quick and easy, but changing text to a heading involves taking your hand off the keyboard, putting it on the mouse, selecting the text, changing its formatting from a normal paragraph to a heading, and then putting your hand back on the keyboard to continue typing. But some of these markdown shortcuts can make that much faster for you or other editing shortcuts. And you may know standard things like control B or command B to make something bold or control or command K for hyperlinking and stuff like that. But WordPress does also include some other handy shortcuts. Like, did you know if you have a URL copied in your clipboard, so you've selected it and pressed command or control C somewhere else, it's copied into your clipboard. If you select text inside a WordPress page or post and then press command V or control V, Instead of replacing your selected text with the URL, which is how other apps would normally do it, 
it will automatically recognize that you have a URL in your clipboard and hyperlink the text you selected with that URL. So that saves a couple other keyboard commands that you don't have to select the text, press Command-K to open up the interface to make this a hyperlink, and then press Command-V to paste the hyperlink, and then click on the OK or the Insert button. You just paste it onto the text, and it's much faster. I think they introduced this with WordPress 4.0 or 4.1, somewhere around there. I love this feature. It makes inserting hyperlinks much faster. That was one of the slowest processes for me in working with my show notes. This makes it much easier. That is, you just have your URL in the clipboard, select your text, press Command-V on Mac or Control-V on Windows or OS X, and it replaces that text with a hyperlinked version of the text pointing to your URL. Brilliant! So learn writing shortcuts like that. And that's only a few of the writing shortcuts. You can certainly get plugins that make writing even faster and uh, other things like Jetpack includes a Markdown plugin and certain other tools you can use for that. But learn those writing shortcuts. That's tip number eight. Number nine, set up automatic hyperlinking. I mentioned that adding those hyperlinks is one of the slowest processes. And there's another way that you can speed that up other than pasting the hyperlinks onto your text. If there are certain things that you need to regularly hyperlink, then you should look at getting Pretty Link Pro. Pretty Link Pro is the paid version of Pretty Link Lite. And the Pro version is definitely well worth it. It has a lot of great features that make other things much faster in working with your podcast and with your show notes and such. But one of the big advantages here with regards to writing podcast show notes is that Pretty Link Pro includes the ability to automatically hyperlink keywords with my Pretty Link. So for example, if you type those keywords into your WordPress post, it won't look like it's hyperlinked, but when you publish it, Pretty Link Pro goes back and changes those particular keywords into hyperlinks. Like I have some examples in the show notes for this episode at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster show notes. And I simply wrote certain words out like HostGator, Spreaker, Blueberry Media Hosting, Simple Podcast Press. These are certain affiliate links that I have. I wrote those out in the show notes. I did not hyperlink them myself. Those words are written in plain, ordinary text in my notes But Pretty Link Pro sees those keywords that I set up beforehand to say, whenever I type this, hyperlink it. And Pretty Link Pro then goes back and hyperlinks all of those keywords. And those keywords can have spaces in them like Blueberry Media Hosting or Simple Podcast Press. And it hyperlinks those with my own Pretty Links. You could use that for affiliate links. You could use that for other things. Like maybe you want to replace titles or keywords, or tags, or people, or topics, or products, or anything like that. And it could be an affiliate link, or it could be some other random link. It could be just every time you write something that you have, you want it to always hyperlink to something else, you can use Pretty Link Pro for that. It doesn't have to be an affiliate link sort of thing. And you can have multiple keywords assigned to a single Pretty Link. For example, I might say Text Expander for OS X or Text Expander for Mac. Two different names for the same product, and I can set both of those as keyword replacements so that Pretty Link will see whenever I say 
Text Expander for Mac or Text Expander for OS X to automatically replace that and hyperlink it with my Pretty Link. That's number nine, set up automatic hyperlinking. Number 10, speaking of Text Expander, use Text Expansion. Any kind of text that you regularly repeat in your typing could be more quickly inserted with Text Expansion. This is the kind of text that maybe you don't need to include in your templates, but you do find yourself using it quite commonly. I use Text Expander for Mac, and I use this for all kinds of things. If you're currently receiving my podcasting deal alerts, which is over at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash deals, most of the information that's unique about each email is entered from Text Expander, doing some amazing magic in the background. Or for example, it could be simple stuff. Like whenever I type tap.url, it inserts the full URL for the Audacity to Podcast and gives me the option to add something after the trailing slash. So I could type tap.url, it makes this little pop-up, and then I could say faster show notes, and then press enter, and then it gives me the full URL, http colon slash slash the Audacity to Podcast.com slash faster show notes. Or I have another thing that automatically inserts the HTML version of my bio. So I type djl.html bio, and then it inserts my bio with all of the HTML hyperlinks already inserted into it. So if I'm a guest on someone else's podcast, I give them this because it's very easy for them to copy and paste that into their HTML source view, and it has all the hyperlinks already in there for them. They don't have to go back and hyperlink that. And I can go back and edit that text expander snippet, change it to anything else I want to use. I like text expander for Mac OS X, as well as for iOS. If you're on Windows, then the app to get would be Phrase Express. I did a whole episode talking about the power of text expansion to help you in podcasting in different ideas and ways that you could use text expansion. So I have a link to that in the show notes for this episode number 244 at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. Text expansion could be used to insert that plain text. It could process stuff like creating a short link. It could insert formatted text. It could do certain tasks like pull an image off of something, open multiple browser tabs, or much more. I love text expansion. It makes a lot of what I do much easier. And if you're interested in some of the snippets I use, you can download them in my episode when I talked about text expansion, or I'll be sharing special, more advanced snippets for podcasters inside of Podcaster Society. That's my elite community for podcasters to help them improve their podcasts. I'll share an announcement with you about Podcaster Society in just a little bit. So this is number 10, use text expansion. And number 11, listen faster while you write show notes. If you decide that all of these tips I've provided are great, they're handy, maybe here and there you might be able to use some of these, but still you're back to that point where you have to listen to your full episode while you're writing your show notes, this will help you there. If you can listen faster than 1x, then it might help you to write your show notes faster as well, or even just get through that process. Because really, if you're listening to your episode, let's say you're doing an hour-long episode, If you're listening to that, would it really take you an hour of solid typing to write your notes? No, there are probably times that you're simply listening and you have nothing to write. There's nothing to put in your notes. 
you're just wasting time really listening to your own episode looking for that stuff to write. So I recommend that you listen at faster speeds and this makes it a lot easier to write your show notes if you can stand to listen at faster speeds. Try something like 1.25x or 1.5x. If you really want to go faster, try 2x or 2.25 or 2.5 if your app or tool can support it. This is a time that you shouldn't use your editing software's speed feature inside because that's what would typically give you a chipmunk sound because it's increasing the overall speed. It's changing the tempo and the pitch. Instead, a free app that works on everything is VLC. This is a free multimedia player and it has a feature inside of the playback menu to increase or decrease the playback speed and it changes the tempo, not the pitch. So you're not going to sound like a chipmunk and you don't have to hold a button down on your keyboard or on your computer in order to make it play back at a faster speed. You simply change the playback speed and then you can listen without the chipmunk sound and listen very quickly while you're writing your show notes. It's also a great app to be able to control with multimedia keyboard shortcuts that you might have built in your computer or into your operating system or anything like that. That's tip number 11. Listen faster while you write show notes. These 11 tips, I'm confident of this, will help you to write your show notes faster and maybe even help you to improve your show notes by making it easier to write more thorough show notes. So if you want the links and the list of these tips and all of the resources that I mentioned, look at the show notes for this episode, number 244, at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. Once again, those 11 tips are number one, make or collect talking points first. Number two, write show notes before you record. Number three, change your approach. Number four, create templates. Number five, create short codes. Number six, write while you record. Number seven, mark topic changes while recording. Number eight, learn writing shortcuts. Number nine, set up automatic hyperlinking. Number 10, use text expansion. And number 11, listen faster while you write show notes. All of these are in the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. And I'd love for you to comment there on how you improve your speed on writing your show notes. Please share your own tips or share your experience with any of these and your feedback for what works well for you in these 11 tips. And if you look there at the bottom, after I share the 11 tips, I actually point out for you what portion of my show notes were inserted with a short code or what part are part of a template. So you can get an idea there of how I'm using my own templates and short codes and what it's making faster for me. Like everything, including and below the part that says I can help you launch or improve your podcast in my show notes is automatically added as part of my short code. So it's got that heading, talking about my one-on-one consulting, my feedback information, my social following information, checking out a list of the other Noodle Mix Network podcasts, a disclosure for affiliate stuff. That's all inserted just from one single little short code. So I've got that and more information. I'd love your feedback and thoughts on this. So please comment on the show notes at theaudacitypodcast.com slash faster show notes. I've got two announcements for you that I've mentioned a little bit throughout this episode, but one is that at the time of this recording, Black Friday and Cyber Monday deals are coming up, but you could be listening to this at any other time of the year. And I do a special thing where I send out podcasting deal alerts. 
This could mean a lot more emails every day, but the emails are very straightforward and they are very easy to see just from the subject line what the product is, what the deal is, so you can decide whether you want to even open the email or if you just want to delete it. Expect several emails per day, especially as uh, big holiday sale events come up like Black Friday, Cyber Monday, Christmas, New Year's. That tends to be big times for big sales. But I send these little announcements frequently throughout the day as soon as I find them. They're podcasting deal alerts like just yesterday and you missed it. By the time you're listening to this, the deal's gone. But the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB microphone was only $35. My email essentially said, don't ask questions, just buy this. You'll want it. You'll be grateful you did. I'll send other things too, like camera deals, microphone deals, mixers, software, apps, plugins, anything that I think will help you to launch or improve your podcast, I send as a deal alert. And this is a big way that you can save big money by catching these deals. So if you're interested in getting deals on great podcasting resources, then go to theaudacitytopodcast.com slash deals. Sign up there and do expect up to several emails per day, each with their own deals. And this puts you on a special segment of my list. And for the rest of the subscribers on my email list, I only send the really big deals that I think everybody needs to know about. I'm not sending multiple emails per day on the other deals. But if you want those instant notifications of these great deals, lightning deals and such, very limited time deals, some of them are very limited, like they sell out within 30 minutes. But if you want these deals as quickly as possible, then go sign up at theaudacitypodcast.com slash deals. One big deal I want to tell you about that's coming up is Podcasters Society will be open again for registration. This may be the last time that I reopen registration as a pre-launch special for Podcasters Society. This is my elite community where I help podcasters improve, grow their podcasts from average to amazing. Recently in the community, we've been talking about how do you acknowledge tragedy like international or national tragedy in your podcast. How do you deal with that? Uh, We've been talking about Clamor and Blab and other things. We have real-time chat, weekly webinars, Q&A, podcast evaluations, and a growing library of video tutorials. Just this last week, I've been publishing tutorials on how do you record yourself on one track and your Skype or Google Plus Hangouts or Blab or whatever other VoIP guest on another track If you're using a mixer, if you're using an H4N, if you're using an audio interface, that and much more. These are very high quality video tutorials that are not available to the public and I also don't sell them. There will be miniature courses later on that certain levels of podcaster society members will have access to, but there's much more to this. We've got a great group of podcasters, so I'll be opening up that registration with a very special offer very soon. The best way to find out about that offer is join my email list. I have links for that at theaudacitypodcast.com or go to podcasterssociety.com and join the waiting list there. The offer is one that I am planning for this offer, unless something big changes or anything else, I'm planning for this to be a once in a lifetime offer. I will never, ever again offer this option of a way to join Podcaster Society. Even current members of Podcaster Society will be interested in this offer because it can mean saving some money long-term. 
Join the waiting list there for Podcasters Society by going to podcasterssociety.com and that registration will be open until December 1st. And that's where I help you to grow your podcast from average to amazing. I'll be putting other items on sale like SEO for podcasters will be on sale. So if you're thinking about buying that, watch for that great sale that will be coming up very soon. Or if you just missed it, then definitely still join the email list for those special deal alerts so that you'll be sure to not miss a podcasting deal in the future. All of this stuff that I mentioned is in the show notes at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash faster show notes. I'd love to help you with your podcasting. So if you need some help or if there's something you'd like to see me cover in a future episode of the Audacity to Podcast, then please contact me through the website at theaudacitytopodcast.com, through email, phone number, voice message. It's all there at theaudacitytopodcast.com. Thank you very much for all of the kind ratings and reviews in iTunes. I don't have anyone new to thank specifically for this episode, but I am grateful for every one of those written reviews. If you'd like to get your own written reviews from all of iTunes, Stitcher, and other podcast apps coming soon, go to mypodcastreviews.com. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go launch or improve your own podcast for sharing your passions and finding success. I'm Daniel J. Lewis from the audacitytopodcast.com, and thanks for listening. The Audacity to Podcast is a proud member of Noodle Mixed Network. Find more of our award-winning and award-nominated podcasts to make you think, laugh, and succeed at noodle.mx. The Audacity to Podcast is also a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Find more at techpodcasts.com and watch for our upcoming CES 2016 coverage at tpn.tv.